And welcome to another episode of Coffee and Revelations, where you bring the coffee and we bring the revelations. We are so excited just to have this special Thanksgiving Day episode and to share in the beauty of giving thanks. I know that 2020 has been a tough year for all of us in our own respective ways. Some of us have sustained losses from family members passing from COVID-19 to family members passing from other things to job losses to relationship losses to financial losses to business losses and closures to hours being cut, to your finances changing, to change dynamics in your home and your household, to not being able to go to church and do the things that you're used to, to social dilemmas and anxiety, to so many things. And so being able to see this day and to see this season is still a reason to give thanks And as we celebrate Thanksgiving and as we'll celebrate Christmas in a few weeks and just spending these times that we often spend with our family and friends and those that we love and knowing that because of the pandemic, we may not be able to spend these holidays in the same way that we normally do. It's still tough. It's still tough. It's still a challenge. And I just want to encourage you all today, this episode will be pretty short, but I want to encourage you that the word of God makes provision for times like this, that everything in life will not always be perfect. Everything will not always pan out the way we want it to and be the exact way that we want it to be. But even in those hard moments, I want to encourage you to find a reason to give thanks. Now, sometimes you might have to dig a little deeper. You might have to search a little bit more to find that reason to give thanks. But you can find something in every situation to give thanks for. Now, listen, it's not easy to find something to give thanks for sometimes. But there's something, there are some blessings to count and there's something that you can be thankful for. So I want to share the scripture really quickly. And a lot of you may be familiar with it. And it really is just a powerful reminder that you can give thanks. And this is God's desire for you. First Thessalonians chapter five, verses 16 through 18 say, rejoice evermore in King James Version. Pray without ceasing and everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And I also want to read it in the Passion Translation. And it says, let joy be your continual feast. Make your life a prayer. And in the midst of everything, be always giving thanks for this is God's perfect plan for you in Christ Jesus. And I love that 16th verse in the Passion Translation. It says, let joy be your continual feast. When you are feasting, and I think this is appropriate because Thanksgiving often for a lot of us involves food and, you know, a large spread of some of your favorite things that you may not eat throughout the year or something that is special for this time of year. And 
one of those things that we sit and we eat and there's a feast before us. What if joy is your continual feast, something that you keep going back to, something that never ends, you know, most times for Thanksgiving or for Christmas or whatever big holiday that we celebrate, the food is unending. So you eat your first plate and then you take a little break, might take a nap, might play some games or do whatever. And then you come back to it and there's more there. It does not run out. And then you eat that second round and then you go back and you may, you know, take another little nap or play some games or have a conversation, watch a movie, do something. And then you go back. And the food is still there. And what this says in the Passion Translation, I love it so much. Let joy be that. So you go back to it. You don't leave it alone. It's not something that you have for one moment and then that's it and you never have it again. No, God wants joy to be our continual feast. Even in a year like 2020, even with so many challenges and so many losses, joy can still be your continual feast. And that word continual, it doesn't run out. It's over and over and over and over again. Joy being your continual feast, a feast that doesn't run dry, a feast that doesn't run out, a feast that is there when you need to pull from it again, a feast that allows you to be a blessing and pour out to others, even when it seems like you shouldn't have that continual store to pour out from. So let joy be your continual feast. I love that so much. And then the next verse says, make your life a prayer. You can pray about anything. I think one of the challenges of 2020, I've heard it over and over again from people that were strong in the faith, from people that were not as strong in the faith, is that their faith has been challenged this year. This year has rocked a lot of people and Cause a lot of people to question, some people to question God, to question why either he would do something like this or why he would even allow something like this. But when your life is a prayer, when you are constantly making your life and your desires align with the will of God. And even when you don't understand it, because let me tell you something, listen, no matter how close you are to God, you don't understand everything that he allows or everything that may happen just because you're human. And, you know, the Bible tells us that his thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. So everything that happens We may not understand, but as we pray about it, we will be able to even be strong in faith and to be stable in his will and his word, regardless of how confusing the circumstances may be at a particular time. And I think that is one of the strong things in prayer is that as you pray, you are strengthened to keep going. You're strengthened to press and to live and to to find that continual feast of joy, even in the midst of sorrow, even in the midst of just challenges and things that are disappointing or are upsetting or whatever the situation is, God is able to give you that peace and that joy and that reassurance that you need. And so I think that is the main thing when you talk about being able to pray through different things is that 
your life becomes a prayer. You become a prayer. Not that I'm I'm about to pray or I'm getting ready to pray, but your life is a prayer. Everything you do, everything you're doing, every way you move, it is a prayer. And I think that's so powerful. And then the last verse that I think most people are familiar with, and in the midst of everything, be always giving thanks. For this is God's perfect plan for you in Christ Jesus. Listen, it does not mean that you won't go through. It does not mean that you won't experience death. It does not mean that you won't experience loss. It does not mean that you will not experience sadness and grief and mourning and disappointment and all of the things that are natural to human existence and our lives. But it does mean that God will change your lens. He can change your perspective. And instead of focusing on all of the things that are not working, all the things that are disappointing, all the things that are upsetting and all of that, God will give you an ability. I believe it's a supernatural ability to find the thing to give thanks for in a particular moment. One of the things that I cherish and thank God for even in this season is that he has allowed my lens to continue to shift. So when everything around me is going crazy, he continues to shift my lens. And I think that perspective is one of the best gifts that God has given me. And I think it starts with Thanksgiving. It starts with being able to not look at all the things that are happening, all the things that I don't have, all the things that I wish I had, all the things I wish I was able to do or whatever it is. And to say, well, I am thankful. I'm I'm alive. I'm here. I'm not um, in pain. I'm able to wake up. And as my mom would say, something that seems so simple. I'm able to wake up and know who I am, excuse me, and know where I am. When I wake up in the morning, I know that my name is Antoinette Mathis. Nobody has to tell me that. Nobody has to remind me of that. I know where I am waking up in my home that God has given me where the mortgage is paid. I'm able to come downstairs and to prepare something to drink or eat for myself if that's what I desire to do. And sometimes you have to dig a little deeper to give thanks in a particular time. If you've lost your job this year, I know you have to dig a little deeper to find something to be thankful for, especially as it relates to that. But when you start looking for things to give thanks for, you will always find them. You will always find them. There's never a time that you're intentionally looking for something to give thanks for and you will not find it. And so I want to encourage you, not only on Thanksgiving Day and the days leading up to it and directly after it, I want to encourage you during this entire season for the rest of 2020 to find those things intentionally. How can you have joy as your continual feast? How can you make your life a prayer and how can you find a way to give thanks in everything? I love you all so much. And this is the last content episode of 2020. We're going to have one more episode this year that will be the first Wednesday seek session for December. That'll be next week. 
and then we're going to have a little break. But while we're breaking, I want you to continue to give thanks. I want you to continue to give praise and to find the continual feast of joy. I can't wait for 2021. I thank God for the space that he's allowed us to have in 2020. And I really do look forward to seeing what God has in the future. I know he has some great things in store. And so I thank him for the opportunity to share in this space and to give others the opportunity to know him, to change their lens and to sharpen their acts in him. So if you don't know Jesus, let me share him with you from Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. So repeat this prayer after me if you want to know him, if you need to know him, and you do if you don't know him. <laughs> so repeat this after me. Father, I want you to come into my heart. I believe that you sent Jesus to die for my sins, that he was beaten, that he was crucified, that he was buried, and that on the third day, he got up with all power in his hands. And with that power, I invite you into my heart to change me, to save me, and to make me new. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, we believe that you are saved. Get in a place where you can increase and grow your relationship with God and where you can walk in your new life and enjoy the experience that God has for your life. Again, I'm so thankful for each of you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. I'm excited about um, the last, the very last episode of Coffee and Revelations for the year which will be our seek session prayer next week. And then we're out. We're out for the rest of the year. And we'll be back on the first Wednesday of January. All right, let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for just being God. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for allowing us to see this day of this year to be able to celebrate Thanksgiving, to be able to be here at this moment is a blessing. We know that many lives have been lost this year. Many people have experienced and sustained other losses this year. And so God, we thank you that you have made a way for us to be here. God, we may not have everything that we want, Lord, we may not even have everything that we need, but you're still God. We still have breath in our bodies. We still have the blood running warm in our veins. God, many of us are in our right minds. We still have health and strength, and we thank you for that. God, you have kept us over some hard things this year. You have kept us over some things we never thought we'd see or have to deal with, but you have been a keeper, and we thank you for that, oh God. We thank you for your peace. We thank you for your joy. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your strength, oh God, that we have found over and over and over again, day in and day out. Your strength has been made perfect for us, and we thank you for that. Father, we ask you that you allow joy 
joy to be our continual feast. Let it never run out, God, but let us keep going back to it over and over and over again, Lord, and continue to restore that joy in us in the name of Jesus. We ask you, oh God, that you would make our life and our lifestyle one of prayer. God, that it fills us, oh God, that we are always seeking you in prayer and knowing that you will show yourself strong in our lives. Father, we pray that we would find reasons to give thanks in everything on the hard days, on the good days, on the happy days, on the sad days, on the strong days, on the weak days, on the days that we are excited, on the days that we're not. God, help us to give thanks in everything for this is the will of you, God, in Christ Jesus concerning us. We love you. We thank you for everything that you have done, God, for every way that you have made, for every time you've kept us, for allowing us to have our right minds. God, we say thank you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I love you guys. And I look forward to next week's prayer session. Have a wonderful week. If you are able to slow down the pace a little bit, do that. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your family, whether near or far. If it has to be on a Zoom call or some other FaceTime call, enjoy your family. Life is short, but God is faithful. So enjoy the time that you have while you have it. Be blessed. Until next week. Bye. Show me God's perspective in me.